and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, Tripitaka and his disciples are just a few days away from reaching India. They can clearly see the golden temple of the thunderclap ahead. The king of all geological ages appears and says he will stop them reaching India. Pigsy finds the king's beautiful wife strangely familiar. The king captures Tripitaka and puts the indestructible iron collar of death on him to choke him. This looks like the end for Tripitaka. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me your host, JP. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 26, The End of the Way. As always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you've not seen this episode, I suggest you go and watch it, then come back and join us. Well, here we are, folks. This is the final episode. Monkey claims... The mountain at long last. Our journey is nearly over. Oh. Our journey is nearly over. Buddha's country at last. Everywhere is so lovely. I never saw such a beautiful Never! Oh. Tell me I'm not dreaming. You monkey, aren't you excited? No, me, I'm not excitable. Oh. When we are made human, what do you do? Uh-huh. I know. Write a book telling all our adventures. A story with everything we've seen. It's sure to be a huge success, just like me. Uh. Well, well, maybe you could create a podcast, Sandy. You know, that would be a good thing to do, wouldn't it? Well, why isn't everybody cheering? Hey, Buddha! You better put the kettle on! Here we come! It reminded me when I saw that scene of, like, when Dorothy and the, the Scarecrow, etc., could see the, the Emerald City in the distance. It's that kind of vibe, you know? It's like, it's taken us ages to get here, and we can see it. It's just that wee bow of reach. Tripitaka is not pleased at Monkey being disrespectful for Buddha, asking for the kettle to be put on. But they all start to notice, hang on, isn't it it get quite hot? That's maybe again, that's maybe back to the Wizard of Oz, right? Where it's like, ah, poppies will put them to sleep. Oh, Jesus, getting so hot. And the ground bursts into flames. Tripitaka, ever suspicious, is saying... Buddha, do you, do you want to test me in some way? Then tell me if I understand. We may not come to you unless we transform ourselves. Hey, hang on a minute, say the others. Listen, you, you speak for yourself. We've no walked all that way and fought all those demons just to kind of fall at the final hurdle. No chance. Buddha appears. 
You are right not to be afraid of death, Tripitata. Oh, I know that voice. You will not enter my paradise while you are still preoccupied with life and death. Monkey, Pigsy, Sandy, you may have to die to be born again. Doesn't go down well with the three, as you can imagine. No interest in dying for the cause. Who wants to be? I'm quite happy the way I am. And me, yes. One pig's spirit's body is quite like another. I've grown rather fond of this one, thank you. Now why would you? Chance, well, if that was ever part of the deal, it should have been specified at the beginning of the journey, not just turning up with us right at the end. Isn't that, that's the, maybe it was in the small print, you know, like these contracts where we reserve the right to change the full terms and conditions of this contract at any time of our choosing. Oh, can you just initial that bit? Thanks, thanks, thanks. Rubbish. Buddha says, listen, you're still going to be exposed to some dangers, and if you cling to the life that you've got, you may lose. Tripitaka is like desperate to try and understand what that means, but the others are like, Buddha's talking a lot of nonsense. He's a funny Buddha. Suddenly, Pigsy spies some water. Monkey, Pigsy and Sandy were like, well, okay, who's, who's getting a drink first? It's roasting here. Naturally, Monkey's saying, well, I'm the sort of leader, so I probably should go first. But as he bends forward to take a drink, he sees his human reflection in the water. Wow. Sandy, Pigsy, maybe you should do the same. And they do. And they see their human selves. Pigsy is thinking, look, I look even more handsome than I do today. A human being. Wow. Imagine the woman will be fighting me off. Yeah, let's 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 see if we can keep going with this. Monkey's sort of uh, he wasn't initially up for it, but now he's actually thinking in quite an excited tone. No, come on. Head up, everyone. We're going to Buddha's paradise. I can see it now. We're gonna be standing there. Buddha's gonna make us human. We want to be human. That's why we've done this journey. Because once we're human, right, we've got to crack on a woman. Come on. We'll race you. And then they start arguing about it. Tripitaka, ever the killjoy, scolds them for quarrelling in Buddha's own country. Buddha is watching and says, you obviously all still have a lot to learn. Pigsy shaking his head. I knew it was too good to be true. Killjoy Tripitaka nods. Storm clouds, however, are overhead. Oh, here's the sweet body. I have other forces of evil. You are looking at the king of all geological ages. I shall not allow you to get to India. The king of all geological ages. He's just putting the hand up. I'm not allowing the pilgrims to pass to go to Buddha's place. Monkey's like, get out of town. How are you going to stop us? The demon all of a sudden spins his staff and there's Tripitaka encased in solid rock. Ha ha ha, he laughs. Tripitaka's like, help me, help me. Like, how can he? This This is right at the end, right? Oh, Cutting. 
Hang on though, maybe Sandy's got an idea. He's got a vague memory of something that can melt rock. It's a type of water buried in the Earth's core. Did you hear that? Huh? Not monkey this time. I'm useful too. Say thank you to me. All you did was your job, fishhead. Not adequately explained how Sandy happens to know this, but he we just we'll just go with it, right? It's not going to be easy because there's a lady involved. She's the keeper of the water cave. We are betrothed since our childhood. So it's basically Sandy's wife. She loves me. My female counterpart. She's the yin to my yang. Oh, but if I'm going to be human, then I'm not so keen. She's a water spirit like me. I didn't really want to see her. So maybe they maybe they parted on a bad note. Monkey though is gone. Sandy, you need to go. Okay, right, fine. The water spirit herself smiles with surprise when she sees Sandy walking through the door. Pigsy, meanwhile, is left just on his own. He's just meandering. Wondering what he can do to help the situation. But he smells something very sweet. A woman. A beautiful woman. He introduces himself to her. He sort of feels that he knows her from somewhere. She's no really very keen on him. Quite apprehensive. And as he's trying to kind of hit on her, she's not up for it. After she's run off, he sort of thinks it was funny. He was, I was attracted to her, but more as a brother than a lover. Hmm, who is this? The woman, unnamed, runs all the way to a large temple and throws herself at the feet of her husband, the king of ages. Is my face ugly? She asks, to which he replies, what? It's lovely. So this is the woman that Pigsy was trying to crack on to, but it never went anywhere. And he sort of thinks he likes her more as a brother than a lover. But she's actually married to the king of ages. So is she a goodie or a baddie? Not obvious at the moment. Back at the water cave, Sandy is chatting with his betrothed. They come back and Monkey is like, a bit time. Hurry up, can you pour the water? And then he, he spots Sandy's betrothed. And Sandy's like, well, she's, she's not that bad, is she? She pours the water around Trippy Taka. And sure enough, it melts the rock. And Trippy is free. Sandy is utterly delighted for once that he's been of some use. The score is Sandy one, Pigsy scored zero. Every other time it's me. Oh, well, I, I got Trippy Taka out of the rock, didn't I? That makes me number one. Like everything... Sometimes that leads to a little bit of hubris. And Monkey and Sandy start arguing about who's the most important. Well, in the moment, it's Sandy. But in the vast majority of episodes, it's Monkey, right? So if you were, if you were playing the odds, it's pretty clear who's the, who's the most important. But yes, right at this very moment, it's Sandy. Buddha has the answer, though, really. Monkey says, right, like, I'm going to go and ask Buddha if he's still the leader of this pilgrimage, which I think I'm 
you know, I'm due because I've, I've put the hard yards in for the last 25 weeks. And will I get the best reward? So well done, Sandy, but don't be getting in over your head. Buddha says, You grow closer to it. I wonder if you've grown further away. What a load of nonsense. If you walk towards the place, you get there. You still haven't answered my question. Monkey shaking his head. You're talking riddles. If I walk to a place, you get there. You haven't answered my question. Am I the first disciple? No, you're all equal. Arrant nonsense, Buddha. Like, in terms of the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule. Like, 80% of the work for this 26 episodes has been monkey. He's doing the vast majority of the work. And Buddha's saying they're all equal. So Buddha's basically just going for communism, is it? Just everybody's the same. Doesn't matter what your performance is. Just divvy up the bonuses the same. No incentive for you to do any more. So that just drives a, like a nine to five spirit. Don't put in any extra effort because there's no incentive. It, it's fair, but over time, standards are just going to drop. So I think, uh, yeah, I don't know, Buddhism. Maybe Buddha's got into like, maybe read some Marxism or something. Monkey certainly feels it's unfair. Oh, his other two are so lazy. Especially Pigsy. I do all the work. What Monkey's really looking for is recognition. It's He's sort of feeling a wee bit sorry for himself, but you can sort of sympathise. Right? He is doing most of the work. And these freeloaders are getting the same reward. Buddha's like, you recognise yourself. You can only be free after you choose freedom. Uh, uh, that's a bit of a red rag to the bull. How can I be free with this ring on my head? And monkey's head ring is off. Free! Yippee! And he flies off. The wife of the king of ages appears. This is the one that Bigsy met earlier. She falls pretending to hurt herself and says now she won't be able to go home. And Sandy's like, well, you know, I can help. It would be honour to carry such a beautiful woman. Sandy's fiancé throws herself on him. Don't, don't leave me, don't leave me for her. Jesus, all of a sudden he's, he's, he's drowning in women. The king of ages, meanwhile, appears to capture Tributaka. It's, it's been a wee while since Tributaka has been captured, but thankfully we're back to that. Trippy warns him that, listen, I'm on a mission for Buddha, so you probably shouldn't really be capturing me. He's like, we can't let you get those scriptures. It'll put all those monsters out of business. That's really what this is. He's like um, trade union for monsters. Like, like don't think you can get those scriptures because like how are my members going to get their get their jobs protected you know, we, we just need to stop this commands his soldiers to put an iron collar around Tripitaka's neck and says this collar will just continue to grow tighter until it chokes you to death and as far as your disciples they can't help you ha 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 one thought for this though is it's quite cruel but Tripitaka's he has used this head ring around monkey 
through the whole series, but now he's got a ring around his throat. How does he like it? Sorry, monkey. Sorry, Tributaga. Pigsy then comes across the consort of the King of Ages. He's, this is the second time he's met her. Again, he's overcome by her beauty. And he, he sort of feels that he knows her. Moving closer to her, he does embrace her. Who is this? She's the consort of the King of Ages, but how does Pigsy know her? She struggles with him, and in doing so, spills some of the water. In the reflection of the pool of water... It shows her to be a pig spirit. Taunton, Pigsy's sister. Oh, oh brother. Oh. I remember now. Mm. Look at me, Pigsy. His bloody sister. Hour after ugly hour, wishing to be beautiful. She kept wishing until she came here and sold her soul to the King of Ages. Basically, she's got no self-esteem. She's looking in this water. She's like, in a modern day, she would just be... She'd be taking a million selfies to try and... I'm a pretty... Getting the right lighting and at the right angle and all that. I'm probably putting them all on Instagram or Facebook. The collar around Tributaka's neck continues to tighten. He's calling for Monkey's help. And amazingly, Monkey can hear this. Listen... I'm not actually working for you anymore. I've got my freedom. Ask the others, and especially Pigsy and Sandy. But he's feeling a wee bit guilty and decides to go voluntarily. Monkey's trying to undo the collar from Trippy Tackett. The King of Ages looking at all this and he's like laughing. You can't get that off. Don't you recognise the collar of death? But hey, Trippy Taka is thankful that he's appeared but does notice... You didn't have your head ring on anymore. Buddha's given you freedom. What? Why did you come back to help me? Monkey's like, well, you, you do realise you're dying. And Tripitaka's, yeah, well, but we all have to die at some point and maybe it's just no matter. I've got an idea. I know what to do. If I turn into you, you could come into my body, then you wouldn't die because I'm immortal. You've Tripitaka answers, you, you think I'm important, but you would die in my body. Can't let you do this. Monkey's like, yeah, you can't stop me though. It's no question of owning you. I love you. Monkey, you are a fool, says Tripitaka. Don't, don't do that. The collar tightens further. But Monkey's like, I'm decided. So he starts the transformation. Moments later, Tripitaka, in inverted commas, is dead. Tripitaka, as a spirit, is now in Monkey's body. All of a sudden, Buddha appears. And he gives Tripitaka Monkey's head ring and tells him to tend to his friend. Monkey's dead. But Tripitaka places the ring back on Monkey's head and starts chanting the Headache Sutra. Well, Desech Machina, monkey comes back to life. He's amazed. I was dead, wasn't I? Tripitaka says, Death has taught something to both of us. Buddha showed me that there is no freedom without responsibility. Monkey rejoices about being alive. 
even though on the flip side that flipping head rings back the demon spirits are looking on going ah oh, this is this is devastating news because we're going to be out of business trippy Taka and monkey come across sandy his missus has decided to go home pigsy turns up basket of fruit you two you're not looking after the master it's but still on me just as they're arguing with themselves the baddies appear. The demons, right? They're not going to let them through. The king of ages appears. Monkey hits him right in the home oz. And eventually, with the demons defeated, the way is clear. The mountain is closer than ever. What will we do when we become human? Tripitaka, as usual, pours cold water on all this. You will be coming priests and spread the word of Buddha. Not a chance. We're not going to become humans and then we can't go for women. Can't get drunk. Just like, we'll live like you. No chance. You can't make those decisions for us, Tripitaka. They eventually reach Buddha's house. Buddha shows them the scriptures. This is what they've came for. Monkey, Pigsy and Sandy try to lift them, but geez, they're, they're, they're heavy. Gee, how are we going to, how are we going to carry that? Buddha says, well, you, you, you've, you could always use your magic cloud, right, to go home. Uh, that's true. Maybe we could have used that to come here in the first place. Okay, but listen, before you go, Buddha says, <laughs> there's one condition. Oh dear, I know what this is. Tripitaka, I make one condition. You have the scriptures, but you are not to look at them yourself. Do not read them until you are home. The Emperor of China shall see these holy writings before anybody. And they agree. But why are we not allowed to read them? All of a sudden, Pigsy's sister bursts in and pushes the scriptures over. Showing them to be fakes. Buddha's palace disappears and they find themselves back in the wilderness, surrounded by the demons again. Pigsy's sister confesses, it's just a hoax. The king of ages, irate, puts an iron collar round her neck. But she doesn't care. She wants to die. In her next life, she's not going to be a pig spirit. Another fight ensues and Pigsy avenges his sister by killing the king of ages, then falls into his knees, tearful. Monkey! She was my sister! <laughs> so, what was the episode about? Well, as it's the final week of the series, the tone becomes a bit more serious as the underlying message of the of the story of everything today is really back to Buddhism and the fact that they are on this mission facing many tough foes and overcoming obstacles. Their journey is not just a physical one. 
It's a mental one too. They bury Pigsy's sister and discuss the journey onwards. Where do we go now? How do we know when we get there? Monkey, irate, shouting out to Buddha, how far is it to India? And Buddha answers, the real Buddha. I will show you. And Buddha's hands lifts them off the ground to show how far they have come. A long way, but merely half the way. There's as far again to travel. Where you are going is a state of mind. What matters is how you travel. I tell you, go calmly without quarrelling. Where you're going is a state of mind. What matters is how you travel. There is one, it is eternal. Yet what is called Buddha outlasts us. The one is like a wheel, and the wheel we are on turns endlessly. Life, death, the wheel is one way. Even Buddhas are born again. How can there ever be an end of the way? It was Monkey who chose. There is no plan except this. We are all Buddha. Thanks for listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast. listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com So there's been a few communications over the last few weeks, notably from N17, asking if I would cover Monkey Season 2. There was a second series for this uh, show. I do not think it received full coverage in Australia or the UK, simply because... They, they didn't double the episode, so it probably lost a little bit of attraction. But I believe some episodes were dubbed later, using the original cast as much as possible. So it would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? As Buddha herself in this episode said, you have come but half the way. But from the bottom of my heart, thanks for everyone who's downloaded, written in emails, or listened to this podcast over the last few months. It's been a blast. My name's JP. Thanks for listening.